Time for Radio Salon. This is where we uh, have a weekly discussion on a hot topic. Give us your thoughts at uh, pound1013 for 51 on your mobile phone in Korean or in English. Today, we're going to be talking about whether we should move all the government offices, including Se- uh, National Assembly and the Blue House, to Sejong City. Uh, that is the question of the day here. Joining us are regular panelists, uh, independent legal researcher from La Quant LLC, Chung Huang. Hello. Morning, Henry. Good morning to you. And also joining us, research fellow at Yonsei University Institute for North Korean Studies, Dr. Pong Yong-sik. Dr. Pong, good morning. Good morning. Okay, so uh, this topic has ar- arisen uh, because the floor leader speeches in the National Assembly as we open the 21st National Assembly session, the ruling party floor leader Kim Tae-yeon uh, made these comments basically saying, we can fix this real estate problem that everyone's been worried about, the uh, sky-high prices in Seoul, by moving the Blue House and the National Assembly to Sejong City. We already have uh, a bunch of uh, administrative offices already headquartered in Sejong City, including the Prime Minister's office, but he's saying moving all of that there would alleviate the housing uh, bubble in Seoul. So uh, that's the uh, discussion here. I want to get uh, the initial thoughts from our panelists. Um, per- Professor Huang, from the notes that I see that uh, you've provided for us, uh, I sense some skepticism uh, in, in uh, this uh, proposal on, on your end. Your initial thoughts of weighing the pros and cons of this idea. Yeah, I guess the theory behind uh, how this will actually, you know, alleviate the real estate prices in the Seoul and greater Seoul area is that, you know, sufficient number of people will actually move to Sejong City. And along with that, since, you know, a lot of powerful government agencies will move to Sejong City, a lot of, you know, economic activities will also follow along to that. So therefore, the demand for Seoul real estate will go down and therefore alleviating the the so-called current, uh, you know, uh, perception that the real estate prices in the greater Seoul area is too much. On the other hand, I look around the world and, you know, look at uh, instances such as, you know, New York versus, uh, uh, you know, Washington, D.C., or, you know, in Canada's case, Ottawa versus Montreal, you know, still, you know, the uh, city that is, you know, firmly established as an economic center of a, a country, even if it's not political capital, can, can ma- still manage to be, you know, sort of the, be the economic capital. And I really do wonder if the sufficient, uh, if the, even if the move goes smoothly, and that in itself is a big if, even if the move goes smoothly, whether the, the, the demand for real estate in Seoul will indeed go down. Right. Uh, it might boost prices up in Sejong City, which has already of occurred. Mm-hmm. Like Washington, D.C. has very expensive housing, but at the same time, it has done nothing to, let's say, uh, alleviate the housing prices in Manhattan. So exactly. to speak is what your point is. What are your initial Well, actually, opinions? you just said that what I was going to say, that uh, uh, moving government offices to another city will not really make a huge impact on the housing price uh, in the capital city as long as other benefits still remain there. Like uh, you made a good analogy uh, about uh, New York City and Washington, D.C. The housing prices in both cities actually uh, have been on a steady uh, increase rather than on steady decline. And uh, if uh, after uh, the uh, central government has moved a lot of offices and branches to Sejong cities, but we still struggle with uh, rising housing prices in the capital city Seoul. Then moving the remaining offices of the administrative, administrative branch of the government, as well as the National Assembly and the Blue House, may not cut it. It still uh, may not be sufficient to help curb the rising housing price in 
So as long as Seoul has the best medical facilities and the best, you know, school facilities and other, you know, benefits. Right. And we've already seen with this uh, experiment that a lot of these uh, government workers are actually um, commuting uh, basically back and forth from Seoul to Sejong City. Right. There must Anyways. be a reason for them to do so, right? Yeah. It, that is... Uh, the interesting test case here because uh, this is actually not a new debate. Uh, both of you young men, uh, I would have to say, are old enough to remember that uh, back during the n o m i h a n administration, this was a huge topic of discussion. And that was the idea that let's have the economic center be Seoul and let's have the political center be um, Chungcheong province and we're going to move everything over there. It was addressed. It was uh, filed. There was an injunction filed by the opposition to the Constitutional Court uh, to address this issue in 2004. I want to get your legal analysis on this, Professor Huang. They said that Seoul is the capital because of customary constitutional law. You go all the way back to the the various dynasties of Korea and whatever this geographic area was called back in the old days, right? Whether it was Seoul or Hansang or whatever it was known as, this is considered the capital. So you can't necessarily move it. Does that argument still hold sway if Kim t a e y o n is saying, I, I'm not sure if there's a loophole here, just help me understand. If we just say Seoul is the capital, but we're just moving the Blue House and the National Assembly there, um, does that necessarily violate that uh, well, constitutional I mean, court order? If, you know, if the opposition party feels like you know, that's just, you know, it goes against the precedent, surely they'll file another constitutional case. I guess what the, the ruling party is, is counting on is the fact that you know, the original decision, which was, came in 2004, citing customary constitutional law, which actually was law news to many constitutional sure, legal right. scholars in Korea. We, you know, people kind of assume that, well, we have a written constitution. How, when, when did we come up with this customary constitutional law, which exists in countries like the you know, United Kingdom, but they don't have a you know, written constitution. So it was a very controversial decision. So I guess you know, many politicians in the ruling party feels like if it gets relitigated in the constitutional court, maybe it might get reversed. But Still, it, it, it is a precedent that's on the books for the time being. It, back in 2004, uh, I know opponents of the Nomian administration, and then uh, right now in 2020, and opponents of the Moon Jae-in administration, um, they are opposed to the idea of moving the capital. What, what, what exactly is uh, the opposition's main objection to uh, this idea that we should move to Sejong City? The members of the opposition party have not made it uh, totally clear because actually Mr. Kim t a e y o n pose exactly the questions to the members of the opposition party, whether they are opposing to this idea uh, because it is likely to be ruled unconstitutional Mm -hmm. or uh, whether the opposition party members uh, disagree with the idea in general. And uh, the opposition party members have not really given any definite uh, answer to the question posed by Kim Tae-nyeon. But You know, uh, regardless of what kind of responses will be uh, coming from the opposition party, the ruling party is the ruling party. So the ruling party will be mainly responsible for explaining um, about this uh, proposal uh, to the general public, why this will be the best possible solution to the housing problem in the capital city. Because uh, the timing is quite interesting. President Moon Jae-in actually uh, made it really clear that uh, it's going to take the supply-side incentives, uh, like building more public housings in the uh, land, 
Uh, in the uh, Seoul capital city Without area. releasing the green belt. Right, without areas. releasing the green belt, but uh, it's going to convert the government-owned lands to be yeah. building more houses. Uh, then why the uh, Kim Tae-nyeon, um, you know, floor leader of the ruling party, um, you know, made a statement that's uh, kind of uh, critical to the uh, position of, held by the president. You think Pre- it's... Uh, president made a proposal A, right? Yeah. And uh, Mr. Kim Tae-nyeon uh, made a proposal B. You don't think it's supplementary to like we can I also? I don't know. Do, okay. I don't okay. know. I don't. I don't know the position, official position of the ruling party and the Blues. Whether they're going to, they're they're thinking that the, uh, they have to do both, or uh, they have not been in a good collaboration yet. Mm. The uh, it's interesting because I think we're both uh, all here uh, talking about the question. Uh, questionable aspect of whether this would actually even affect real estate here in in Seoul so we can we can set aside whether this is actually a solution to that but the political question is interesting because we're talking about why the um, opposition the conservative party uh, does not support this idea back in that uh, early 2000s period South Chungcheong, North Chungcheong province, they were considered swing states, right? So to speak, in, in the political science parlance uh, where uh, the, these, these regions will go from one side to the opposition or maybe to the, to, to the ruling party side, depending on uh, where they stand. I don't believe now, currently as it stands, the, the district is as swingy as it was in before. The, the governorships of both North and South are controlled by uh, ruling party forces. This recent parliamentary election also has shown that uh, a majority of the seats that there are still pockets of hardcore conservatives. So I don't think that dynamic changes whether you necessarily move the Blue House and National Assembly there right now, because it does seem like the demographics have shifted where you don't really see as much swing states going on anymore, especially with the Seoul metropolitan area and um, uh, North and South Chola being one way, and then maybe North and South Gyeongsang being another way. But uh, that, do you think that's that is still part of the equation? Well, given the fact that we are just coming off the National Assembly election and the, and the presidential election is still two years away, I think the, I'm not really sure the politicians are really focused, you know, on ele- electoral aspects of you know whether getting the Chungcheong province votes or not, and plus, you know, there could be a negative backlash from other regions. As well, so yeah, I'm not really sure you know that calculation comes into effect. But at the same time, uh, you know, Chungcheong is you know if any any region is going to be a swing state going forward, it's probably the Chung, Chungcheong province. So it might uh, it might definitely be in the back of many people's minds. Do you think there is a political element to that? Whether it's the opposition party saying that they don't like this idea and the ruling party saying that they like the idea, because you did say that it does seem like. Uh, Kim Tae-nyeon making this proposal is maybe not opposing the the government's plan, but basically very different path than what the government's plan is with um, using government lands, or even like let's say Lee Jae-myung, the uh, Gyeonggi governor, saying like let or or uh, Lee Nak-yeon saying let's make the golf courses all uh, into housing available areas as well. Well, at least on the surface, the ruling party members uh, deny that, that there's any political calculation involved uh, in this proposal. Uh, according to the report by the Chungang Daily News that uh, the ruling party members had a, in a working uh, group meeting on the 14th. And uh, at that m- meeting, Mr. Kim Tae-nyeon uh, backed up uh, his idea, saying that this has been his longstanding personal belief. Um, and uh, another expected benefit of doing this is to 
realize uh, the, um, the overall uh, development of the nation and not just uh, concentrated on the capital city area. Mm -hmm. So at least uh, uh, on the surface, and uh, if we take their uh, statements at face, face value, Uh, this is not uh, primarily based upon the political calculation of the number of votes. Uh, I'd like to add one more point sure. to this. Um, if there's a, uh, there was a political calculation involved in this, then the ruling party uh, must be really careful because uh, they might be expecting to gain more votes from the swing states in Chungcheong. But at the same time, they may lose a lot of votes in Uh, from the constituents uh, living in the metropolitan area, which mm. accounts for the uh, half of the entire national votes in the upcoming presidential election. Right. Yeah, Because I, uh, they would oppose any measures taken by the ruling party that would diminish the value of their assets or quality of uh, lifestyle uh, in their residence. Yeah, and it's why real estate is so difficult. And I know this is not supposed to be uh, necessarily focused on real estate policy, but the dilemma for the government is that on the one hand, you have skyrocketing real estate prices and there is a huge dissatisfaction, especially among the younger population, that they can't, they can't buy in. They, there's just no way they can find decent housing in the Seoul area. So they'll have to live in the suburbs and then commute into Seoul where most of the jobs are. And that's just a very difficult situation and they can't build their nest egg. But on the hand, it's the other point that Dr. Bong is making here about uh, if, if it is deemed to be too explicitly trying to devalue the, um, val, uh, the real estate prices in Seoul, the homeowners are then going to be up in arms and, and be upset about this policy and feel that the punitive tax measures are, are just way too much. And it just feels like a no-win situation here for it. I mean, I know that uh, moving to Sejong City is just kind of throwing another thing at the wall and see, th seeing if it sticks. But <laughs> just, it's a very, very tough situation to be in. And you can't envy, really, these policymakers. Yeah, and plus, but part of the uh, you know, debate that, is, uh, that gets kind of ignored is another reason that the real estate, real estate prices have been so high in the recent uh, in a few years is the you know, interest rates have been very low. You know, the economy has been right. slow. And when the interest rate is very low, by you know how you calculate asset valuation, any asset prices tend to tend to go up, and it's part of the reason that the stock market has been performing really well because the interest rate is is so low despite COVID 19 economy. So. You know, I think all of these has to be engaged in a public debate. But the bottom line, as you pointed, well, pointed out, is that, you know, homeowners don't want their home prices to be dropped down. But many people who without homes want, that, want those prices to be dropped down. Probably the uh, only politically feasible solution is to radically expand the housing supply in the Seoul area. But, you know, the, the government seems to be, you know, doesn't really has some marginal ideas, but doesn't have idea that might radically change the supply situation in, uh, in Seoul. I, I like that. The, the Wall Street uh, lawyer in you giving us the explanations on asset price valuations and, and the effect of uh, real estate. Uh, this was another part of Professor Huang's notes, but I want to get your thoughts because it is uh, uh, a national security question. Is, isn't, that, isn't there um, a, a, a positive thing about moving Blue House and National Assembly uh, buildings to uh, Sejong City is that, you know, uh, scary North Korea with their artillery shells, if there's an attack, we're much further uh, away from the border areas. And so there could be a greater sense of security, at least for the political leadership here in Korea in the long term. Uh, no, because North no? Korea's conventional military cap capability has been grown uh, exponentially since 1960s and 70s. 
during which President Park Jae-in also tossed his idea of moving the capital city yeah. uh, toward the south, so yeah. that the uh, the main government uh, offices will be outside the range of the North Korea's conventional attacks. But that's old argument, so that does not apply to. Yeah, the security You're saying the current conventional capabilities means of that... Of North that Korea the... can reach any part of the uh, South Korean territory. Um, being under the, uh, the Bugak Mountain would help uh, to protect the Blue House. But at the same time, moving to Sejong City uh, would not really make a great uh, difference uh, for the sake of protection of the Blue House. And uh, speaking of the National Assembly, another candidate to be moved to Sejong City... I don't think a lot of South Koreans harbor so much fondness and affection for National Assembly anyway. Yeah. So uh, people would not care where the National Assembly building will be relocated. I I think they would just uh, wish the National Assembly to be disappearing. Okay, so you're saying there is going to be no love lost if if the National Assembly goes. I I can say for sure, because I live uh, pretty close to the area, is uh, there would be a big hole in Yeoido because uh, there is quite a bit of center of activity uh, due to the the National Assembly building uh, being there. Uh, You had mentioned the national security issue of this. Obviously, this is not an argument that's going to be made um, from the opposition side, because they're conservative and hawkish and and they're not going to say oh this is an idea in favor of the move but then the ruling party side who wants to have engagement don't don't want to necessarily say oh we we consider north korea to be a a threat and that's going to be the justification to move this right exactly so you know both parties sort of it's the conservatives if anyone who who, who are likely to raise a national security issue but in in that case they have to be uh, for uh, you know they have to be for the move to the, the Sejong city where, you know and the liberals actually have the opposite uh, incentive so somehow the national security aspect of the debate kind of disappears in the public space going forward then uh, with uh, Kim Tenyan's proposal and again tying it to the real estate dilemma that the uh, the government is uh, we have some recent news coming out that uh, there is a planned reshuffle among the senior staff for uh, President Moon Jae-in it does seem like some speculation we don't know for tr- sure but uh, uh, people with multiple houses who have not decided to kind of follow this directive to to uh, release those properties may be subject to some of the 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 reshuffles here uh, do you think if the real estate issue was not necessarily such a hot button issue that we would even be caring about this uh, no, no, idea it's a hot 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 issue for most of the Koreans you know uh, that is why uh, during the presidential campaign as a presidential candidate uh, Mr Moon Jae-in uh, made it really clear to the voters that uh, if he got elected that he would do uh, everything in his power Uh, with the collaboration of the uh, lawmaking body of the government to uh, tackle this problem. So the commitment is there and the uh, need is there. Um, Let me repeat the previous point that um, the ruling party owes explanations to the general public why uh, moving the Blue House and the National Assembly must be done as the best solution to tackle the housing problem in Seoul. Because uh, the proposal was made almost immediately after President Moon Jae-in made his own proposal without uh, doing anything about the green belt in the uh, metropolitan area, uh, the government is going to increase the number of new houses by relinquishing lands previously owned owned by the government. Uh, Kim Tae-yeon's proposal seems to... um, 
devalue or diminish the, uh, the uh, appeal of the president's own uh, proposal. So you're seeing, you're starting to see uh, towards the latter stages of the my, my presidency. Pro my proposal is better than my right. So you're seeing proposal. some divergence now right. with, with the ruling party's interests and and the right. blue house's interests. And uh, if uh, moving policies. the uh, the capital city is such a brilliant idea, why the idea is uh, proposed just now, not in the early part mm -hmm. of the Moon Jae-in presidency? Bottom line, politically speaking, then uh, with the proposal by uh, Kim Tae-yeon. Uh, in your view, uh, with all these other pressing issues, uh, the Independent Investigative uh, Commission, the, trying to get the economy going with various uh, uh, legislative proposals, is this politically, you think, the hill to die on? Where you think, and, and maybe, you know, it, it's not necessarily going to be the case, but uh, do you think the ruling party really is going to push this and spend a lot of political capital to try to, to get this debate going forward? Well, I'm not sure whether they will make it a hill to die on. I mean, certainly they put up this trial balloon and we'll see. And I mean, you know, even if they have the votes in the National Assembly, they're not going to do anything that's politically very damaging. So I, was, I you know, expect them to, you know, sort of say, okay, we are sort of for the idea, but let's just see how the uh, public opinion is shaped up and I, I, I think they will react accordingly. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point about the trial balloon and seeing what the uh, political reaction to it as is, as uh, Dr. Bong pointed out, um, some people might not even care. Well, yeah, if, you, if uh, Nationals only wants to go, tell, tell them to go, but uh, we are in the latter stages of a five-year term, and so I, I don't think logistically we're going to see any buildings being uh, moved over to uh, Sejong City uh, within the next couple of years anyways. But interesting um, discussion, perhaps a discussion in futility, but I do want to thank both of our, pol um, our, our panelists for joining us, uh, Professor Huang, Professor Pong. Thank you both very much. We'll talk to you guys again next week. You're thank welcome. You.